Welcome back to the Pro Shop. I'm your co-host, Luke Gossert, here with Casey Oshesky. And uh, today we're going to be talking about mental fortitude. So uh, first off, I want to start off by congratulating my co-host, Casey Oshesky here, uh, on a big, big win uh, at Park Road Lanes uh, this past <laughs> this past, uh, this past weekend. Uh, I had been playing really, really well. Uh, I was bowling... You know, a lot of strikes, a lot of spares, uh, bowling one of my best rounds ever. And uh, toward the end, Casey started to heat up. And he ended up beating me. I think we're not, you know, we're not no, amazing, let's, right? Let's yeah. manage our expectations here. Oh, uh, yeah, we're not very good. But, you know, I think what? You were high 140s? I shot 149. 149, and I was what, like 138? I think so. Yeah. Something I mean, like it was that. close. So it was really close up until the final, uh, the 10th the round there. But, um, yeah, I started to choke it a little bit, and I thought I thought that would be a good segue into talking about mental fortitude, uh, because at the end I really started to get a little nervous. Yeah, as I said, you got <laughs> nervous. I was coming I, for you. I got a little <laughs> nervous. Uh, you know, big, I think big comeback. Big comeback. <laughs> I mean, I was up. I was up what, like thirty? You were up a lot. I was up a lot. And it I, wasn't. It wasn't looking good for me. I hit all. like two strikes in the first six, six. Uh, what do you call them? Sets rounds what i mean what do you call them like that's actually a really good question that is a really good if anybody knows <laughs> the answer please frames. hit us frames. frames 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 okay well if anyone has any bowling advice please hit up the pro shop instagram uh mean meanwhile go follow us on instagram at the pro shop uh we are there we're posting regular content for y'all uh but yeah dm us with some some fire bowling tips we really need it so um but yeah, that's a great segue. I mean, that, that all relates, you know, just the, the mental aspect of that because, you know, I saw him catching up, saw him roll a couple of, you know, I, I rolled a couple of like, I think the seventh frame, I rolled like an eight or nine and I was a little nervous because, you know, you're Mr. Consistent over here rolling it right down the middle. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, uh, I got a little nervous and, and started letting that dictate my uh my score for the frame and and that definitely impacted me so um congrats to casey on the big win um and yeah so so just we're just gonna jump right in here what do you say let's do it like it yeah all right we're gonna jump in uh i think the first kind of question that we'll kind of talk around uh is just the highs and lows of kind of our golf career thus far uh with the, the topic of mental fortitude where we think we've been strong mentally, um, sometimes where we haven't been, and uh, kind of how that has impacted our golf game and, and what we've learned from that. So, so Casey, thinking back to, I mean, I guess both college tournaments, uh, amateur tournaments, and, and junior golf tournaments, you know, what would be sometimes where, um, you know, maybe your, your, mental, your mental game wasn't strong um, and then sometimes where it was strong? Yeah. So first and foremost, I'm a firm believer that golf is 90% mental. Mm-hmm. You know, for um, sure. Yeah. Jack Nicholas always said, game of golf is played between your ears. Mm-hmm. And I, that really stuck with me. And that's helped me get to where I am today. But to go back on some past tournaments and how, that's, how the mental game has affected me, both positively and negatively... Uh, one example was this past spring, 
in our first, my first collegiate tournament. You know, I'm going in, like, super ready. Like, I'm excited. First, was that Florida? It was in Florida. Yeah, yeah long. It was actually a... At a St. John's, right? It was in St. John's, yeah. Florida. It was a long trip. Yeah, It was long. We drove all the way down there. But, you know, it's, it's really nerve-wracking. You know, we all we all get those before tournament jitters, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so stepping up to the first tee, I mean, I got a million thoughts running <laughs> running through my head. What if I pull it? What was that first tee shot like? Do you remember? Do you remember what? So I was? I actually started on hole two, mm-hmm. it's like pretty straightaway par five. It's pretty open, but you know, if you miss, I mean, you if you miss it, it's there's there's going to be some penalties. So for me to just get up there and just hit a good one, like I did, I mean, that was, that helped. It helped the mental game a lot, you know, because there's so many thoughts, like what if, what if I block at OB on the first hole? What if I pull it? You know, what if I whiff? You know, like, like, there's so many, it's so many like ridiculous thoughts, but I mean, it could happen. Right. And, um, so yeah, we played 36 that day walking. Mm Mm-hmm. No, sorry, we rode. You rode. We rode. We oh, rode. Really? I mean, it helped okay. a little bit. Yeah. But 36, I mean, you're playing golf until like sunrise to sunset. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's early wake up. It's exhausting. It really is. It's so brutal. And luckily for me, I shot 74 both rounds. When 74, 74 is feeling good. Like I said, Mr. Consistent over here. I mean, yeah, you say that now. And then, you know, I was after that, I was after that 74, 74, I just wanted to just fall to the ground yeah just i was exhausted. out of it just exhausted i couldn't yeah. do it anymore and i knew that you know i gotta get up and do this again tomorrow mm-hmm. but luckily only 18 yeah. we played um three rounds over two days so heading into the third round you know it was pretty pretty early morning mm-hmm. not too bad but you know still got to get up and i'm stepping on that first tee and i'm just thinking to myself i really got to do this all over again you know, I I grinded my butt off all day the day before, shooting two good scores, and I gotta go out and do it again. Yeah. So my mistake was letting my tiredness and lack of energy get the best of me, mm. and I wound up shooting eighty one. Mm-hmm. That uh that last that last round. Yeah. And it hurt. It hurt. It hurt the confidence. For sure. But I I took it as a learning experience. Um, you know, after that final putt on 18, the last day, I was just ready to get out of there. Yeah. I was ready to go back, come back to Charlotte and just forget about just, it. Yeah. Just get over it. It was a brutal weekend. I'm, I'm glad it's over, but, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to doing it again this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I can agree with that, you know, a couple things. So one, I think that the craziest thing for me, one thing that I've really learned is that you know, I need to just go and, you know, I use the, I use the phrase, just go out and send it from the first shot. Right. Of course. Yeah. Like I know, like one thing that I've always struggled with is staying strong. Um, just staying strong with like going out there, attacking the game plan, attacking the first hole right out of the get go, like not necessarily playing non-conservatively. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you need to establish a game plan and stick to it because I know a lot of tournaments, especially where, you know, you have shotgun starts like that. 
I know that sometimes you'll start on a par five like that where it's very gettable and that's mm-hmm. definitely a, a hole that you've marked off as, okay, this is a this is a hole that I'm going to score well on and this is a hole that I'm going to take advantage of um, because it's an opportunity. And I think sometimes this, this has happened to me multiple times in the past where, you know, I'll go out, I'll start on that hole and, you know, I'll make something dumb like a, you know, a bogey on a par five and it's like, that's because I'm I'm nervous. The nerves are settling in, and like, you know. But but if you think about it, you know that's a bogey on that par five that you plan on. You know, at the very least, parring. But you you right. felt like you had a ninety nine percent chance of birdieing it, right? And you know, I it's one of those holes where you know that if you've warmed up, if you've you know already played ten holes, you know that eleventh hole, if that's that par five, you know for you, if that was. You know, if that was my eleventh hole, if that was your eleventh hole today, right? You would have been totally warmed up. You would yeah, been, I feel a lot more. Confident. You know, you feel a lot more confident on that. You know what your golf game's doing. Hundred percent. And I think that that's something that I've matured with, but it's I'm still working on is like just seeing seeing what I want to do on the hole, visualizing it, and just doing it rather than you know just getting defense. Like I say, playing defensive. I think that's the worst feeling is playing defensive because to me, what that looks like is making a ton of pars and the occasional, you know, bogey, um, you know, if you hit a bad shot, maybe a double or, or something, but like, you know, you don't make a whole lot of birdies when you're playing defensive. And I think that's the problem, especially at our level where we're trying to shoot under par, we're trying to make a lot of birdies to help the score, you know, playing defensive doesn't help that because you don't hit it anywhere near the pin. You don't hit it anywhere close um, and it really just makes you rely so much more on your short game, you know, which, you know, it's good that you're trying to, you know, rely on your short game, but, but that's not what you want to do to score low. And so I think that's a great point. Um, yeah, I, I, I well, can totally agree. Well, what about you? What was the high or low? Well, I have tons of low. The, I can think of so the mentality many. Part of it. My mental game, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of work. You know, I've, I've always felt like, cause that's the thing, right? I remember you saying that on the range, like before, what was that, that qualifier? And, you know, it was like, you were like, man, I don't know how you don't shoot 68 every time you tee it up. I mean, you're striped. I mean, that's what I'm saying, right? Like you go to the range and I hear, especially just beginner golfer. Like I just hear them all the time. Like, you know, I just can't, I can't emulate what I do on the range on the course. I don't know why, man. Like, obviously that's. For competitive golfers, like we know, we know why that is, right? Yeah, it's because the mental side. Yeah, but much, much more relaxed on the range. But even here, at this level of playing college golf, I mean, and and I'm sure that all of our friends that play college golf and high level amateur golf can agree that the mental side is just it. I mean, you know, you're not thinking about okay, out of bounds on the right on the range. You're not even if you're trying to emulate that on the range, you just it's so much different, right? And so I guess what like I want to kind of try to kind of see or think about, kind of discuss with you today in this podcast is like for those of you listening too, like how can you really practice that? You know, like how can you practice that pressure just just practicing like, you know? Yeah. It's it's hard cuz you know all these all these high pressure situations that happen in tournaments. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, if you're just out playing with your buddies, <laughs> like, you're not going to face that much pressure. Yeah. 
But it's those pressure, pressure situations, you know, like stepping on 18, you got a one-shot lead, it's a tight hole, and you, you need to step up and hit a good drive. Mm-hmm. You need to hit a good tee shot. And I think just having that experience under your belt is going to yeah. make it a whole lot easier going down the road. Agreed. That's what I told you. Yeah. Got to play gotta tournaments. Got to play more tournaments, right? And that, that's something I've always kind of – I think I might have touched on the, or on the last episode, touched on this. But, yeah, I mean it's tough, right? Like you got to really look look ahead, plan, plan for those tournaments, plan for playing in those tournaments that, you know, might be a little tedious. But at the end of the day, I think playing in more tournaments – getting that experience, feeling that pressure is ultimately what's going to make you better. So, but in terms of, you know, something that I feel like, like highs and lows, I mean, I would say that that recent qualifier that you caddied for me, for yeah. me I mean, I would say that was a high. I would too. I would, <laughs> I would definitely you tell that, that story. You want yeah. to tell that? Yeah. So, so Luke has this qualifier for the Charlotte City Am and he put me on the bag to caddy for him. So we get out there. He's going through his warm-up, putting, hitting, doing what he needs to do to get ready. Feeling good. Feeling good, you know. And we go to the first tee, and I'm doing my da- my caddy duties. It, I, I tell him, Luke, you can't go right here. Yeah, okay? I mean, it's yeah. – And then as soon as I know it, ball's heading right. I'm like, <laughs> well <laughs> – It was like – it was weird, right? So it was like – it wasn't like a block. No. It was like – I think it was, I was just ain't like I, I don't, the holes just for you listeners like the hole is kind of trippy if I'm being honest it's kind of like one of those where it kind of angles you left or no it, it angles, angles you right, right but it but goes the hole goes left and then up into the right and there's a bunch of trees so that's kind of what you know I did was I just kind of went with the tee box hit a good drive like good you know contact hit it far and whatnot but it was it ended up going you know in the rough on the right and you just blocked out yeah so, so from there, so I mean, long story short, it was a long front nine. It yeah, it all was, right. It was a rough it was first a grind, nine, if I to it was. say the least. Right, I ended up making triple on that hole. I was like, not freaking out, but at the same time, like I was just like in a daze mentally. Right. When you say, I mean, I was just kind of like, yeah, you were kind. Of, I mean, rushing, like getting, getting kind of you know, in my head and stuff. I was yeah. just, I got into really bad positions that are just dumb to be in. Mm-hmm. And then, but I felt like as my, at my responsibility as your caddy was to be sort of that positive energy that you needed, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so we step up on the second tee and it's like a, it's a shorter par four. It's kind of a risk reward type hole. Wouldn't you say oh, yeah, trees down the left and, you know, out of bounds long and right. Um, and I step up on the tee. I'm like, what do you like here? You know, still kind of in, like playing, like replaying what just happened in my head. Right. And I'm like, Casey, what do you, what do you think here? He's like, he has his hand on my driver. He's like, I mean, you have a lot of shots to make up. Yeah. So, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, that's not what I need to hear right now. But <laughs> I mean, it's true. Right. So it was a long front nine. I, I played, you know, just very bad, like very defensively from there. Um, had a clutch save for Bogey on the ninth. I know that's not stupid, but you did. Um, ended up hitting the tree. I hit a good, like a decent tee ball. Yeah, but there's a lot of trees and weird positions out there. Hit the tree, came down, um, and I I ended up making like what 15 footer for Bogey or something like that. It was, a, it was a really good putt. But what did I turn at? Five over. Turned at plus five. Turned at five over. Not the ideal start. Turned at five over, and then I just 
you know, I stayed, I stayed positive. I knew that I could attack some of the holes on the back that set up well for my game. And, um, what did I, four or four under, right? I shot, you shot four I shot, under on the back. I shot one over total. Yes. And made it. Yeah. But you made it by like one. I think, I think it was 75 was the was cut. 75? Yeah. But long story short, right? I mean, golf is just a game in general where it it's not over until it's over. I know that right. sounds really no, cliche, but 100%. that that I felt like was a very strong um, round of golf mentally. Um, but in terms of like some of my bad rounds, I mean, I can think of. <laughs> I, do you, did you ever play in the Big Eye? I didn't. No, or whatever. I never. So, I qualified for it. But I never. I never played in it. So that was a that was a really cool event, and I had I wasn't like too experienced of a golfer at this point, but I figured I'd try to qualify for it. And I think, I think this was like my freshman year of high school and I shot 77, which in junior golf, like that's usually like 76, 77 is usually the, what qualifies. Mm -hmm. And 77, it was like, there were like four guys at 77 and two made it like only two minutes. So we had to go in a playoff. We had to play the first hole at this course. And what ended up happening was it's a dogly left par four and you don't have to hit driver off the tee. So all three guys, I was last to tee off. So that was a lot of pressure mentally. Um, but all these guys went kind of straight towards the right. That's like kind of the bailout zone. They were all safe. Now me as like a draw player, there's trees on the left, which if you go in the trees, you're just, you're screwed. Right? So what I did was say, you know, I stepped up to it. I said, don't go left. Don't draw it, right? What do I do? Hit the left in the trees, <laughs> right? And then this, the next shot was kind of like a punch draw. And I'm like really good at those shots, right? Like I'm really good when it comes to like when I need to draw the ball, I feel very confident in it. I can draw it exactly how much I want to if I need to get out of trouble or something like mm-hmm. that. And so that's what I did, right? And I ended up hitting the shot from like 160 through the trees, keeping it like five feet off the ground to like a foot, made birdie first to get in. And so that was like, <laughs> that was a really good recovery, really cool moment. But it's just that, that mindset of like, on the tee, I, you know, I knew I was going to go left. It's like, I, I, I mean, that was a big learning moment. It's like, okay, you give me that shot on the range, I can hit it down the middle. Right. Like I can, you know. My swing is, you know, I've, I've hit only, you know, what, 10,000 balls mm-hmm. hitting it straight. So it's like, why can't I do that on the first tee? But with that pressure and with that mental aspect, it's just, it's tough. So I feel like I've grown a lot though since, don't you think? I mean, I feel like between that and with, I think putting is another place where in my game I struggle with. Mm-hmm. I know one, one year I had like a three-footer to qualify for the Carolinas Junior ended up like yanking it because oh, I was so gosh. nervous. <laughs> so that was a tough ride home, but those three foot knee knockers, I man, know, they'll, but they'll get you. But that was, that was tough. So, but I agree. I think just playing in more tournaments, I think getting that experience under your belt. Um, I think that really helps. So definitely. Don't you think? No, hundred percent. I mean, I played in about every junior tournament there was known to man in North <laughs> That's Carolina. That's why your calves are so big, man. I know. Because you've walked only like a um, thousand miles. I mean, you name a junior golf tournament, I most definitely played in it. 
You know, I mean, I, I love, I just love competing because mm-hmm. I knew every time I was playing a tournament, I was getting better. Right. Whether the score proved it or not, I, but I knew that every round I played in, there was always a learning experience, mm. whether it was good or bad. Mm. You know, if something went wrong, I knew how to handle it the next time. You know, you hit a ball into the woods, you try and hit the, the hero shot, trying to escape it out. You end up hitting a tree and it comes right back to you. Mm. It's a wasted shot. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> I mean, we all, it's, it's the, the worst. worst. <laughs> yeah. And instead of just taking my medicine, chipping out and trying to make par from there. Right. And, you know, like, I still do it today. I try and still hit the hero shot. But, you know, it's, it's all about just being in the moment and really thinking about what is the best shot yeah. that I can hit at this moment. Also, that's really cool that you brought that up, right? Because I think, I think that pitching out and playing it safe sometimes is really what it comes down to is, is confidence in your ability to scramble and make par. Exactly. And for the longest time, I never, I never had that, right? I was, like, I was like, man, it'd be a lot easier if I got this on the green. But, you know, like I didn't really consider, oh, it'd be a lot harder if I had to hit the same shot yeah. again yeah. on my third shot on a par four. So it's like, you know... I think it's more about maturing in your in your mental side of golf. And I think that's a great, like what you just said about even if you played terrible, even if you shot a bad round, you could still learn from, from something from it. I think there's been rounds in the past where I've, I've played absolutely terrible. You know, I, the ball was going everywhere. I didn't know what was going on. I would say it's purely mental, but at the same time, I would be riding back and I was like, I don't, I don't really know how you learn from that. I just played terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. That's, like, such an easy excuse. And I think one thing that I've really learned from, from the terrible rounds I've played and really just flat-out embarrassing to me, um, one thing I learned was, like, you can always get better at maturing in in golf, right? So what I mean by that is is almost like saying, okay, I got better – because that round allowed me to know that, you know, my golf score does not dictate the golfer that I am. It doesn't. Or my ability. Not at all. And I, I, that's what I mean by maturing, right? Is knowing that, like, the, I hate to say it, but the more, like, almost seeing it as an opportunity to grow in your maturity in golf, if that makes sense. So it's kind of a weird concept, but I feel like that's. That's a great point as well, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, um, there's actually one. So right now, you know, in my golf game, kind of struggling, like keeping a good round going. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I start out pretty solid. And just the deeper I go into the tournament or that round, you know, I just I, I just kind of like fade away. Mm-hmm. Um. But I always, I always look back to this one tournament. It was played at Pine Needles mm. in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Um, two rounds. Shot 65 the first round. Mm. As, like a, as like a freshman or sophomore in high school. You know, after that, after that. What's up, Jenna? Hi. Well, we have, well some we have a visitor special on guest. our podcast. Oh my well, hey, sit down. You, welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We have Jenna Lynn and Linda Hockler from 
the land of the Germans. So, how are y'all doing? Yeah, Ohio. You want to tell them? You can, you can introduce yourself. It's okay. Okay. Well, my name is Jenna Lynn. I am a sophomore in college. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I play golf, and that's kind of all I have to me. That was a great intro. Great introduction. Great introduction. Hi, I'm Linda. I'm Jenna's roommate, and as you guys know now, I'm from Germany. I'm also a sophomore in college and play golf, too. Mm. That's all we have to. Watch. So, so, uh, we, were, we, we were talking about the mental side of golf. Mental oh, side. Oh. So you guys want to have some input? Oh, there's a the country song. I think it's called. What is it called with a, a drinking problem? Oh, I think I got a drinking <laughs> problem. <laughs> and there's some kind of like. Some common problem. problem yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This no problem. Drinking me. it all. Yeah, I know that's all. Yeah. Um, so how does that relate to yeah. mental fortitude in golf? Like, the solution for the mental hardness of golf is... Oh. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about <laughs> telling her to stop. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, she's from Germany, ladies and gentlemen. She's, she's she came drinking. out the womb drinking. She came out the womb drinking, apparently, so... Oh um, my god, we have to get Julian. Julian staircase. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, well, you know, mental part... You know, I'd say golf is 80% mental, 20% skill. Um, mm. You know, for me personally, I think the less you stress, the better I do. So, right. um, Definitely. you know, just try to enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, well, then you're playing the wrong sport. So, yeah, I agree. All right, you boys, have a good time. All right. Yeah, good thanks for stopping by. Good nice seeing you. Yeah, good to see you too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was a surprise, but All right. they are uh, two of the girl, girls golfers on the on the women's golf team, and um, I think they said it, you know, they said it, Jenna said it pretty well. Uh, I don't know about Linda with the... <laughs> yeah, Linda was... Uh, hey, it's all good. Yeah, it's um, all good. But yeah, uh, Jenna just, I mean, the less you, she said the less you care, you know, the better you play, and I, obviously, you know, that's true sometimes when you're just kind of going out there and not having much stress, but um, I think there's a fine line between, you know, having a game plan, being smart, but then once you get over the ball, you can't think, right? You got to go through your pre-shot. Your you got to trust it. I've, you know, I know people have said that millions of times, but, you know, see it, feel it, trust it. Mm-hmm. That That's that's the name of the game. And I think the more that you practice that in tournaments, like you said, the more you're able to have the opportunity to practice that is the better you're going to get. So. I think that's about that about sums it up. I think we covered um, a good bit of it. Second episode of the Pro Shop. Uh, glad to have you all listening. Uh, we are now on some more platforms, uh, which we will uh, keep you all updated through our Instagram. Once again, go follow the Pro Shop on Instagram. Um, and we will look forward to talking with you guys next week. And uh, Casey, you have anything else you need to add? Not really. Not really? <laughs> I mean, just... It's all about the middle game. Yeah, we appreciate y'all listening to this podcast and uh, more to come. Bye-bye.